Hello and welcome to the Self-Worth Society podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Jane and I'm on a mission to create a community of purpose-driven women who are claiming their craft, living with purpose and owning their worth. So if you feel like you have a big purpose but you're experiencing self-doubt and you want to feel worthy just as you are so that you can start showing up and doing what you came here to do, then this is the podcast for you. I am so glad you're here. Make yourself at home and let's begin. I would like to begin by acknowledging and paying my respects to the traditional custodians of the land on which I work and live, the Garingai people, who have cared for this land since time immemorial. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and acknowledge all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders tuning in today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Self-Worth Society podcast. Today, I have my beautiful friend with me, Erin. Welcome, Erin. So good to have you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Pleasure. I'm so looking forward to this conversation. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a really juicy one. And yeah, we haven't planned this conversation. We don't know where it's going to go necessarily, but we're just going to roll with it. Um, I felt really cool to yeah have a chat with you and have you on the podcast because I feel like you've had such a big journey in like around self-worth, like everyone has their own story and their journey. But um, I suppose because we have, you know, we have a good connection, like we don't, you know, haven't known each other for that long. We met on a course online for, yeah, around this time last year, was it? Um, beginning of yeah, last year. April, May, I think. Yeah. yeah. And um, we've just kept in contact ever since. And you just, you know, there's people that you just meet and you feel like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've known you for a lifetime. That's kind of what happened um, with you. Just had this really nice connection. So yeah, we'll just see what comes up. Um, so I guess a place to start is like asking you what's happening in your life at the moment um, and, yeah, what, what are you experiencing? What are you going through? Um, sure. <laughs> so it, uh, it has been an interesting sort of couple of weeks for me. Um, I feel like I'm going through a little bit of a shift at the moment, but it's more a shift of settling down and settling into some things. Um, I'm really in tune with my inner cycles at the moment. Um, and when we were speaking about what we might talk about today, um, and I mentioned all that's really sticking out to me is to be vulnerable, um, and authentic. So that's sort of the journey I'm on at the moment, uh, this year, especially, um, I'm being called to, yeah, share, share, just share myself, share my experience, um, a little bit more. It, I don't, I, f- I feel like I need to have achieve, achieve something to be able to share myself, but that's not true. I'm, I'm a human and other humans want to hear about what it's like to be a human, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And we were just talking about that before. Like we love to listen to um, 
podcast that, you know, just people sharing their own experiences and we get a lot of value out of that. I think there is so much value in, yeah, people sharing their story and talking about their experience really like in an open, honest, authentic way. Um, And I resonate with what you're saying. Like this year, this theme has been also for me to just be myself, like, you know, let go of the the filtering or the, um, you know, the assumptions and the, all these things that we do, like the inner critic, um, letting go of that and just, just being like, just being ourselves, I think is, um, yeah, is a big theme for me at the moment. And I don't know. Yeah. You're feeling it. Maybe other people are feeling it. Yeah, definitely. Um, the just being thing is so important. I think, especially for people like me and you and probably the types of people who will listen to this, um, everyone gets caught up in the growth side of things and the healing side of things. And, um, I'm trying to be more intentional about making space in my life to just be, um, as exactly as I am. Like I, I do say that a lot. Um, how you are in this, in this exact moment is exactly how you need to be. Um, it's, it's perfect as is. Um, but I, I so often forget that because life, <laughs> life gets a bit in the way. <laughs> yeah. Life is happening. <laughs> yeah. We're human, right? It happens. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I'm doing an embodiment, um, mentorship at the moment, yeah. um, which is a big part of my life. Um, for the, I'm doing it from January to the end of May this year, approximately. Um, so yeah, I'm, it's a, it's a big thing for me at the moment, embodiment. Um, but one of the desires I'm exploring within that space um, is this desire within myself for spaciousness. So I've sort of been unpacking that and um, it's interesting to me how it shows up in, in different points in my life as sometimes it's like a um, pushing away of things to make space. So when I'm not consciously aware of it and um, making that time and space for me to just be um, and explore the things that I love and that bring me joy and pleasure, then things get overwhelming and I start to push away in, to make space. So it's more of a react reactive thing. Mm. Um, and that can often result in like a lot of, I guess, unhealthy uh, behaviors, especially within relationships and things like that, but especially my relationship with myself, um, because I think that's what it all comes back to, um, is the self and that's where the space sort of starts the space for love, letting, allowing love in, um, in order to be able to give more love, it all, it all starts there. Yeah, with with me. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And, yeah, I'd heard people talk about that, you know, like you need to love yourself first before you can love another. And, like, you know, you hear these things and you kind of, like, think you you get it or, yeah, but it's not until probably around um, a couple of years, like, or, yeah, nearly two years ago now um, when I turned 30, I really started to get, like, oh, the more I put 
in effort to like with the relationship with myself, the more I work on that relationship and just like, yeah, like love and accept all the parts of me instead of like trying to, I don't know, like fix this broken part of me or like, yeah, like forget about this part of me or ignore this part of me or. Yeah. You always want to change it. Um, Like even if you're like, yeah, okay. So I get it. It's there, but how do I change it? Um, that's still trying to like go around it. Um, and I think that's where the embodiment has done a lot for me in, um, giving me the tools that I need to be able to actually sit with it and feel it in my body and feel safe enough to hold it in my body and accept truly, truly accept it as part of, um, my myself and my experience yeah without without holding on to it I guess the the embodiment stuff allows you to come down from your mind and stop thinking about it and just get into it so you you lose that attachment to it a little bit yeah Mm. you kind of yeah you are you're in your when you're in your body you are like with this like the feelings right and your and your emotions and yeah I was actually um on another podcast episode talking to my um spiral practitioner Susie and she does like a lot of embodiment room work and Mm. yeah we were talking about exactly that like getting out of your head and having this totally different experience um which is so magical but I feel like when people talk about um embodiment it's kind of like oh you know some people might be like what is that again like they might not totally grasp the con the concept or but um yeah like even last night I was doing some journaling and just like you know connecting with my heart space and just being within like actually being present within my body like um like checking in like how am I feeling and then these like it felt so beautiful like it just feels like this coming home like it's Mm. just like because, you know, I work, you know, work full time, you can go, and I don't know if you resonate with this, but you can go like, you know, the full day in, and because you are, you know, in your headspace and you, you're doing this work and then you're like, you get to the end of the day and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I have a body. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, last night it was, it was kind of that moment I just ch- checked in. I was doing some journaling, but I took a moment. And just tears like started running down my face and like, yeah, it was just like this coming home and it was just like, ah, oh, you know, like it was just, it was beautiful. Like it wasn't, yeah, but it, I think it was so beautiful. Joy. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting because it's so hard. Like we're sitting here trying to explain it, yeah. <laughs> um, but the language of the body is so unique. Like it, it, it it's not words at all (laughs) um but um yeah you just have to say just try it people (laughs) just just take the time to start connecting with yourself like that's been such a key I was so disconnected from my body um and I think that's such like I have really uh struggled in the past with um my self-worth in terms of uh, my body my appearance um my weight um and I, I actually haven't spoken much to other people about it 
before, I mean, especially not on a podcast, talk about vulnerable. <laughs> um, but the work that I've been doing has really just shown me how, like, that the reason I haven't been able to talk about it is just this shame, mm-hmm. shame, absolute shame that I feel around it. Um, and it, it just puts all these blocks up so that I didn't even want, I, that's why I was, I was ignoring my body. I was so disconnected from her for so long um, because I couldn't bear that feeling, the feelings of that shame. Um, I couldn't bear sitting with those at all. Um, and it's so interesting now that I've started exploring it to see how much of that, it, it doesn't belong to me, right? Like it, it's other people, it's my perception of other pe- what other people are thinking about it. Um, so, yeah, like I, once I started feeling that, I can then start unpacking it. Um, I'm definitely still in that process. Um, I mean, I always am, like we were saying, like we've said, talked about before, you and I, um, how things are, like life is a process. There's no destination. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just always happening and there's always messy bits and you can't, I've always in the past so badly wanted to run away. Like I just want to leave leave my life behind and start again. Like um, I'm such a perfectionist in that way. Like I even journaled about it the other night. Like I, I was writing how much I hated some things. And I just, I wanted to throw my whole journal away because mm. I couldn't bear the messiness of what I'd written in the, on the page. Yeah. Um, but um, sitting with or like processing all of that, um, giving it a little bit of space to just be there mm. helps you to accept that. Like then you then you fold that into part of your life and acceptance and um, it, it feels okay to sit, to be there. Yeah, yeah. And like. Can I just say, like, thank you for being so honest, like, and opening up because, and bringing up the shame because, and I feel like this is why I like was so passionate. I'm so passionate about this podcast and having these conversations because so that we can like, you know, let go of that, let go of the shame and the guilt and the embarrassment and just normalize our human experience because we're all going through the same fucking thing like, you know, different, but, but essentially the same, like we all, no one's perfect, but we're all striving for this perfection. And we are worried about, you know, so much what other people think of us that we're not even being true to ourselves or living our own life. Like we're not following the things that we want to do or that we want to say, because we're so like worried about being rejected but these conversations are so powerful because you know it it's this opening right like we're we're opening ourselves up we're being vulnerable but that's where the connection connection happens like this yeah because if you're keeping yourself closed uh, because it's a safety thing I think um 
safety and comfort. So you're keeping yourself closed um, to to the, I guess, negative things that you, um, the scary negative things that you don't want to let in. But that's also keeping <clears throat> yourself closed to all the beautiful yeah. things that can come in as well. Mm. Yeah. And like with your embodiment um, work that you're doing, like, I've always seen you like, you know, you just have such a beautiful, bright light and beautiful energy about you. But that I'm really loving like your posts that you, you know, share on Instagram and you just have these beautiful like, um, you know, photos of yourself. And, yeah, it's it's so beautiful to see you, I suppose, sharing that. Like, and, yeah, like, um yeah. Do you think the embodiment practice has helped you, I don't know, in, in any way around that? Like, Absolutely. I think like there's been a journey with it. Um, I mean, like the whole, my whole life has led, led up to it, but um, in terms of more recently, um, I've, I've gone through, I can sort of see a progression of sort of steps that I've done. And I mean, it definitely started with seeing a psychologist um, and probably more so, I mean, I've seen not so great psychologists in the past or I think people that we worked on really, really specific things, um, but sort of went as far as I could with that person. Um, And then I found a therapist who did acceptance and commitment therapy um and that was that was the key I think that unlocked everything um because that that's not embodiment but it does allow you to um sit with feelings inside yourself and accept accept that they're there um and that I think has led me then to embodiment I was like oh this this actually feels okay maybe I can explore this a little bit more um and yeah I mean I don't post much on on Instagram like I'm not a regular poster but um because and that's just simply because I try to keep it authentic but I think it's also because a little bit of a self-protection thing um and the perfection thing coming through um and I think sometimes it's hardest to share with those closest to us. And at the moment, like I don't have a following on Instagram or anything. Like I just have a personal Instagram basically. Um, so a lot of my family and friends follow me. Yeah. Um, and I think it's actually hardest to open up to those people because especially as you go through big changes um, because you might be ready for it but they might not be. Um and so you've got to let that go. <laughs> um, but embodiment, yes, has helped me in seeing or not even seeing but feeling my beauty mm. um, and my light um, and feeling comfortable to post, you know, photos of me or um, share those little bits of growth. Um, but I would say like, 
one practice that has really, really helped me is just dancing, just, yeah. I guess, intuitive dancing. Um, I don't really have a name for it. I just chuck on music, whatever I feel like at the time yes. um, and just, just move my body. Yeah. Um, before we, before we jumped on uh, this call, I had a Beyonce song on and I was just feeling myself. <laughs> um, and I'm not even like a huge, like Beyonce wouldn't be like at the top of my list of things I listen to all the time, but um yeah, I just go with what feels right in the moment and yeah. like moving my hips and uh, letting my the flow of my body take over. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, God, it feels so good. <laughs> I'm literally just thinking that same thing, like just to when you, yeah, put on some music and, you it, you know, music that aligns to the energy because it's always like sometimes it's slow music, sometimes, yeah, you're like Beyonce rocking that out, um, upbeat music. But, yeah, it does. It feels so good, like similar to, to that connection um, that I had last night with myself. Like it's like just like coming home and you're like, ah, oh, like, yes, this is what living is all about, you know, like actually having that that experience, like that feeling like feeling alive um yeah yeah like um well also I think for me like feeling being able to do this like I've got this little cave situation (laughs) sort of at home where I do my meditation and my dancing and I feel so safe within that um which in turn helps me feel safe as I connect with my body in that space which then as I practice that um, almost daily, or I, I try to make it daily, but you know, if sometimes I have off weeks or months and it'll be like, Oh, I really better get back into that. But, um, practice regular practice of, um, connecting with my body and myself, uh, and then allows me to take that out into the world. So I've, I've really had to, get comfortable with it mm. um, at home in, a, in spaces where I feel safe to then start um, yeah. feeling that way out in the world. Like it's definitely a process. Yeah. Um, I didn't just wake up one day and go, oh, I feel great now and I love my body and I love myself and I'm really sure of exactly where I am in my life and um, yeah. how that, how that, plays out in the world like I'm so at the beginning of that stage it's not funny like yeah (laughs) yeah and and going back to like what you said earlier about it it is a journey like and I said this on another podcast episode like the it's a daily practice like you know and and it does that's a really good point that you brought up about doing actually doing those things like in a safe environment like with yourself and getting like building up the confidence and then that yeah, that then does build your self-worth, like doing little, little tiny things for yourself, like connecting with yourself, like, you know, fills up your cup. And then when you start, um, yeah, like doing the, in doing those things, even if it's not like you're not so much consciously trying to say build your self-worth or focusing on like increasing your self-love, like I feel like that automatically happens. Like if you're doing the embodiment work or if you're doing these types of things like the dancing and like it does um it kind of happens like naturally and then it does start to show yeah like or or your confidence you get more confident as a result of that so that like when you go out into the world um 
I've definitely noticed that with myself and yeah, just, just allowing myself to have fun and, and enjoy like, yeah, those moments of just like dancing around like a dickhead in the lounge room, you know, like yeah. um, playing and, and yeah, just allowing self, myself to just, yeah, be silly or be like expressive um, and allowing that. And then, yeah, things like self-pleasure, that's been a massive one for me, mm. like allowing myself to receive pleasure, like to give myself pleasure has been like at first it was so awkward and it kind of felt like, yeah, like shameful and like felt guilty or dirty or whatever, but it's just like, oh, this is so good. Like why, you know, and again, it's just something that's so natural and when you speak to your friends and stuff, it's like, oh, yeah, everyone does it. But it's just like this big taboo, like stigma around it, dogma, like, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And it's so to do it from a place of love is what's transformed it for me. Like, um, and also that the self-pleasure part um, has allowed I mean, all of these things allow me to get to know myself because that's what gives me confidence to show up in the world yeah. and try things like this 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 podcast. Like I uh, have never done anything like this before and I could, I could keep it that way. Like that would be safe, you know, but um, knowing myself helps me to know that I, those things don't, define me so yeah if this tanked or you know if I go to work and make that phone call to find out this one thing and I sound like an idiot or look like an idiot um that's okay because it doesn't define me because I know yeah who I truly am and yeah so um that's a really that's that's a really strong empowering um sort of process to go through as well I think and um coming back to the self-pleasure thing uh exploring that um has had such a um I always have since I was young um explored self-pleasure since I was I don't know nine or ten um from my earliest memories of it um but yeah, learning to do it from a place of love and respect mm-hmm. for my body. Um, that has seen me grow so much in my relationship with my husband. Mm-hmm. It's re- That's been a really interesting yeah. um, sort of side, <laughs> side path of, of <laughs> all of this. Um, you know, it's helped me to learn... To ask for thing, ask for what I need, yeah. um, and possibly, I mean, possibly, sort of saved our relationship in a way. You know, like um, because if you hide, if like me, you hide and hide and hide, and um, don't. I mean, I wasn't even aware of my needs because I was that disconnected from myself. Um, but as I came to know them then I was like well I might as well ask for what I need and if then if it's a no or if we can't work it out then I can we can leave or we can go or we can you know explore other things but um yeah if if we try 
opening up first, mm-hmm. then at least we've given it a go. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's probably a whole separate side story. <laughs> um, but it just goes to show like um, all all of this stuff is all happening at, at the same time, you know, like there's no, you can't separate all these things out from each other. Yeah. Um, you can't compartmentalise things like that, even though like our human brains would love to do that. Oh, yeah, um, sure. Yeah, it's, it's not um, separate. It's not linear. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not, I don't know, I could go into a whole nother yeah. <laughs> um, sort of spiritual esoteric yeah. diatribe there, but I'll leave that. Um, yeah, and just touching on like the, um, yeah, going back to like the relationship with yourself, right, because Like I used to want someone to tell me what my purpose was. I used to want someone to fix me. Like when I got into personal development and like spirituality, I feel like I was really disconnected. Like what, like what you're saying, like I was disconnected from myself. I didn't really know myself. Um, I didn't know my needs. You know, I was in, when my partner and I first got together, I was really needy, like really attached um, really insecure in that relationship. Like I just was like, why aren't you spending time with me? Like I, you know, like really, um, like kind of like clean. I I feel resentful when he didn't spend time with me and things like that. Um, just because, yeah, I just didn't, I, I wasn't, I didn't have a relationship with myself and I was trying to, you know, find my purpose and do, do all this work and like fix up my finances or, you know, my money, my, um, you know, work on that relationship and all of these parts of my life. But it, it really does, you know in my experience it really does start with the relationship with yourself once you like what you're saying it, it's all interlinked like once I started working on the relationship with myself and yeah like working on loving myself and accepting myself and being comfortable with myself working out what I want what I what I'm into what I like what I don't like what I need um those types of things like you you see this like domino effect like do you, do you agree like all the other areas of your life like like your personal relationship my relationship with my partner like before I would kind of like blame him for things that weren't going right or yeah it was just this like I don't know like I used to question whether whether we were meant to be together or whether it was going to work like he wasn't into spirituality and things that I was into um but yeah, like when I started working on myself, like it just, all of those issues kind of just, I don't want to make it sound like really blasé, but like that, you know, like they started to fade away. The things that were such an issue weren't anymore. Like I didn't need him to to give me that attention and that love because I was loving myself. Absolutely. Yeah, I resonate with that so much. Like I took, I the whole this whole thing um comes down to for me taking responsibility for my own life for my own feelings for myself like first um i was the same like i used to rely on him or like if he was in a bad mood i i'd be in a i'd then be in a bad mood or i'd be like oh my god it's because of me what have i done yeah. um how can i change this or or whatever um and now 
Yes, it it's completely transformed. Um, and yeah, that's just through taking my power back that I have for myself. Yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing. Like I, I think, yeah, I don't know if you are kind of struggling in relationship with someone or money or health or I don't know. Like I, I feel like that's worth considering um it's just to I don't know redirect your energy and your focus onto your onto yourself and like you say like taking responsibility like for the good and the bad like Mm -hmm. really really exploring that um diving into that yeah super powerful Mm. Mm. ah such a good conversation (laughs) I feel like we're just scratching the surface of all these little things. I know. Um, I know. But this is this is what it's like when we when we chat and we're like, oh, an hour's gone already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what's your? I'll just maybe do one more question. Mm. I'll give you one question to wrap up. What's your like go to self love practice at the moment? Mm. it's something really simple Mm -hmm. um which is probably great news to everyone (laughs) if you want to try it and you could probably even try it now as you're listening if you like um but it's just sort of um getting myself comfortable usually sitting down closing my eyes putting a hand on my heart Mm -hmm. sometimes my other hand will sit on my sort of womb, pelvis, belly kind of area and just taking a deep breath in and letting it go. And often for me there'll be sound um, involved with letting the breath go, especially once I've taken a few few of these breaths. And then I sort of visualise my heart opening up it's usually sort of in the form of a spiral um but sometimes it's just a an opening and I just imagine a warmth a glow I guess love is is what I'm imagining just radiating out so I let it radiate throughout my whole entire body and then continue out into the world (laughs) and I don't know that just it just grounds me mm. um, and helps me to feel connected to myself, but then also beyond beyond myself. Yeah. Um, and it's so simple. Like I can do this at work. Yeah. Um, and I can do it at home. And then usually it will lead into other things from there, but that's how I start. That's how I start things. And if that's all I do, um, it just yeah grounds me and brings me back to the moment that that's it I just did it then it was like yeah it just brings you like makes you become present again it drops you into your body right like out mm. of you're connecting with your feelings and your emotions and yeah that it just shifts the energy like straight mm. away like you know when you are connecting to your heart you do kind of yeah you know go go to that loving vibration then imagine sending that out that's so beautiful I love that. yeah just makes me want to hug everyone <laughs> especially those who need it most which yeah. is usually the people who don't want hugs but yeah, yeah. 
All right, my love. So if people want to connect with you, where can they find you? So as I mentioned, my Instagram is just like a small little personal kind of Instagram, um, but that's probably really the main place. Um, it is um, at it's Erin Jane, I-T-S Erin Jane. Um, so, yeah, come on over. Like I would love for people to just connect with me to have a chat about things if there's something that they want to talk about more um, because as I've gone through my journey with things, oh, that's one thing I've really missed is just being able to talk to someone who's not a coach or a healer or so, just someone who's going through stuff in, in real life, in real time, um, that I don't feel like I'm taking up too much of their precious time or anything like that. So, yeah, um, if people want to come and see some pretty photos, they can, but if they want to connect, then, yeah, by all means reach out, please. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for your time and your energy today, my love. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. This has been lovely. Yes, it has. And like, yeah, we could keep talking all afternoon. And yeah, so it is hard because, you know, the segues that come up, it's just like, oh, you know, you could go down that rabbit hole and all of these things. But yeah, like you said, we're just scratching the surface, but I feel like it's been a great conversation. Mm. Um, so thank you so much for being here and, and you know, doing something that you, you know, is, is new for you. <laughs> um, yeah. So thanks, Han. My pleasure. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in today. If you liked the episode and want to hear more, it would be awesome if you could share the love on social media taking a screenshot and sharing it on your Instagram stories, tagging the Self-Worth Society podcast really helps to grow the community. Also, I am always looking for new people to chat with. So if you're interested in being on the podcast, just send me a DM over on Instagram and don't be a stranger. Come connect, come say hi. I genuinely really like to hear from you. So that's it for today, folks. Much love. Bye.